Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Welcome to a second podcast in a series of podcasts about Medicare. My name is Thad Ismart. I am a senior financial planner at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This is Medicare 201. You may have heard the previous podcast of Medicare 101. Uh, If you haven't, I encourage you to go back and listen to that one. That one talks about the different types of Medicare, the parts, Part A, Part B, Part C, Part D, and Medigap policies, a general overview. Today, we're going to talk about enrollment periods and go into a little more depth regarding Medicare. So when can you enroll? When should you enroll in Medicare? You want to enroll in Medicare for Medicare uh, as early as three months prior to your age 65. You can enroll up to three months after your 65th birthday month. There would be no penalty if you sign up at that point. There may be penalties if you do not sign up. I'll talk about that in just a few minutes. You should enroll at this time unless you're eligible for a special enrollment period. For example, if you are going to retire at age 65 and you will no longer have health insurance coverage through your employer, you would want to sign up as soon as possible, three months prior so that to your, three months prior to your age 65, so that it begins on, at age 65, or when you want it to start. If you do not sign up, permanent penalties may apply And I will talk about what those penalties are and what parts of Medicare are subject to those penalties. If you do not sign up during your initial enrollment period, well, then you have to wait. You have to wait until October 15th, and you can sign up through December 7th. Here you can sign up for different plans. You can sign up for Part D plans. So you would have Part A, Part B. Again, if you haven't listened to Medicare 101, I encourage you to do that. If you sign up for Medicare Part A, Part B, and Part D, you can do that at this time. This is your open enrollment period. Again, October 15th through December 7th. You can also change your Part C plan. So if you wanted to sign up Part C or enroll in Medicare Advantage Part C for the first time, you can do that at this time. Again, it's October 15th through December 7th. These changes, the enrollment will take effect January 1st. It's important to note that if you do not sign up during your open enrollment period and you are not eligible for a special enrollment period, we'll talk about what that is in a minute or so, then you need to wait. And more important than waiting until October 15th through 7th and the penalty that may apply, you may have a lapse in health insurance coverage. So I encourage you to sign up when you are required to uh, so you don't have a lapse in coverage. You may be eligible for that special enrollment period. Who is eligible for that? If you are currently covered by a health insurance plan, whether that's your plan or your spouse's plan, Medicare will not require you to sign up until you are no longer covered. In fact, you have up to eight months after you are no longer covered to sign up for Medicare. I would encourage you not to wait until eight months or up to eight months after you're no longer covered because, again, you have that lapse in coverage. But as long as you're covered by a health insurance plan through your employer, or your spouse's employer, you do not have to sign up for Medicare. Um, You can even be covered by retiree coverage, health insurance coverage from an employer. Maybe you and your spouse or your spouse 
or you are retired and you have health insurance coverage through your employer. Uh, Medicare will not require you to sign up. However, you may want to check, you should check with your retiree coverage to see if they require you to sign up. At that point, Medicare would become primary coverage. Your employer's health insurance coverage would become secondary. It's important to note that if you are covered by a health insurance plan or your spouse's health insurance plan, if there are less than 20 employees enrolled in the health insurance coverage, you are not eligible for a special enrollment period. Let me repeat that. If you are covered by a health insurance plan or your spouse's health insurance plan and your employer does not have 20 or more people enrolled in that health insurance plan, you are not eligible for that special enrollment period. So you will need to sign up. If you do not sign up when you're required to, there's going to be a 10% penalty. That's a 10% on the premiums per year that you delay signing up for Part B. A 12% penalty for each year you delay for signing up for Part D. D is in drugs. These are your prescriptions. 10% and 12%, it's not that big of a deal if you wait a year or two. More important is the lapse, in, the potential lapse in health insurance coverage. So again, sign up as you can. Um, sign up as soon as you can. Three months prior to leaving your employer plan is recommended, just so you have the coverage fully. Um, and don't delay. Don't get caught off guard. Always check with your financial planner, financial advisor, if you have questions, just so we can avoid those penalties. The next enrollment period is a general enrollment period. Remember, the open enrollment period was October through December, October 15th through December 7th, effective January 1st. The general enrollment period is from January 1st through March 31st. Um, enrollment period becomes effective, or excuse me, enrollment becomes effective July 1st. Don't delay. If your part, if your prescription plan, I should say, through your employer is not creditable. Similar to the rule about 20 or more employees enrolled in the health insurance plan, there is a creditable stipulation for your prescription plan through your employer. If your prescription plan is not quote-unquote creditable, you are not eligible for a special enrollment period when it comes to the prescription drug plan. Every year, your employer's health insurance will send you a letter letting you know, usually it's in the fall, that you are enrolled and included in that will be whether or not your prescription drug plan is creditable. They're required by law to let you know if it is or isn't. If it is not, just know you need to sign up for Part D even if you're already enrolled because you would not be eligible for a special enrollment period. One more enrollment period. This time it's called a disenrollment period and this is a Medicare Advantage disenrollment period. This is from January 1st through February 14th, and it takes effect the first of the following month. Here you can enroll in Part D and or Medigap plans for the first time. Very, not very different, but dissimilar to the open enrollment period where you can change Part D plans, change Part C plans, or enroll in Medicare Advantage for the first time. During the disenrollment period, you can enroll in Part D and or Medigap policies for the first time. So keep that in mind. This is the disenrollment period, excuse me, where you, where you disenroll from Medicare Advantage, but then enroll in Medigap policies. 
That is January 1st through the 14th, effective on the first of the month. Why would you disenroll from Medicare Advantage? Well, it could be because your health provider is no longer in network. There could be escalating costs, co-payments. Your health circumstances are more complicated, less complicated. Your prescriptions have changed, more expensive, less expensive. Those are some of the reasons why you, why you may want to change, either from Advantage plans going to a prescription drug plan, vice versa. Always check your coverage. 95% of people receiving Medicare benefits overpay. Why do they overpay? Because, well, there's a number of reasons. In this case, they just don't shop around. Um, and where do you sign up? How do you apply for Medicare? Well, you can go to socialsecurity.gov slash retire online. You can also enroll over the phone at 1-800-772-1213. You can also enroll in person. When you enroll, you'll need your social security number, date of birth, city and state in which you were born, your first and last name, your mother's maiden name. These are all pieces of information you probably already have. Also, take note that you will need to write down, record somewhere, your application number. When you apply, and you want to check on your application, Medicare is going to ask you for your application number. They will not be able to look you up with your social security number, mother's maiden name, your name. They need that application number. And then after you apply and you get a confirmation, write down that confirmation number because then you'll need that confirmation number to reference when you call back if you need to call back. And then lastly, they're going to give you an email confirmation. The easiest way, easiest thing to do is save that email because it's going to include all the information you need. Well, that's it today for Medicare 201. We talked about enrollment periods, talked about penalties. We talked about how to sign up. Stay tuned for Medicare 301, where we go in a little bit more detail about Medicare and the premiums and how you can appeal increases. And if you're already on Medicare, you may have seen increases because your income was too high several years ago. I'm going to go into more detail about that. So keep an eye out. Uh, come back to our website uh, for Medicare 301. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.